So, okay. Uh, hi, welcome to uh, another podcast. I haven't been doing them lately very much. Uh, things have been busy, life, a lot of other stuff. Uh, so, picking up where we kind of left off interviewing people, although I'm probably going to be actually doing some uh, singular, you know, rants of my own. But anyway, welcome to the Dovecast, and I'm talking today again, though I have to dig up the original interview, I'm not sure where I put it, uh, with, uh, I'm sorry, it's true, um, uh, Specific Kink, uh, or James, as you may want to call him, and I'm going to put the mic down, and we can actually, like talk and stuff like that so yeah. we did we just had a we just had a really kind of interesting afternoon uh, james like texted me last night very much and it came down to hey you want to do something really fucked up and tie me up and put me in the air or some shit like that i'm like all right and and you know because i do things like that <laughs> and, and that's what we did um came over this afternoon uh, and had james up in you know what the hell did I have you up? <laughs> uh, it was a uh, various positions, ground tie to partial suspension to full suspension to mean suspension. Yeah, and, and with a spreader bar, and you're wearing a spandex, a corset, a couple Posture of collar, Posture collar, a couple of uh, ball uh-huh. gag type thing. One you couldn't take out for long enough. Yep, ball gag hood. <laughs> yeah, ballet heels. Ballet. Oh yeah, can <laughs> he's? Te- I'm, I'm trying to get out of the house in the morning. He's texting me. Hey, uh, should I put the ballet heels on now? I'm like, how about you wait till I get there? <laughs> yeah, because I had no idea how long it was going to take to get out here, and it was like, uh, holy shit! And and you're, I mean, you're, you know, people are going like, wait a minute, this is the guy who does all those weird, weird um, fetish photographs. Yeah, and and he gets tied up. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. He actually knows, you know, there's a reason why he's 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 a fetishist and knows his stuff. You know, I like to be on both sides of it. There you go. And, and he does. You know, I've tied you up before, about uh, in Boston a couple of times, mm-hmm. in that late, red latex outfit with the giant boobies. Yeah, I realized, uh, I realized after you had started putting a rope on me today that I forgot my, uh, I forgot my breasts in the drawer. <laughs> so... That that's gonna annoy me, but still, I, I I'm still dying to see how everything looks, even though I won't have my my, my tits in. <laughs> <laughs> I love conversations like this. You know, it's like I forgot my tits in the drawer. Um, the chicken cutlets, as yeah. uh, people refer to them. The ch- they, the they look ch- like chicken cutlet. I, I have, oh yes, I have seen them when you took them out. The, the yeah, those are pretty cool actually. <laughs> It's like if I had those when I was a kid, I wouldn't need girls. Yeah, they they've held up really, really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Medical supply stores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm picking up some noise from out the window, but we'll survive. Um, yeah, that was that was really funny. So yeah, it was. Uh, we had you up. Uh, he's you know lovely little apartment. Um, actually, I was using nylon, so I'm, I'm actually going to probably post a couple of the pics with the. The interview, and what's really funny about it is people are going to be like, "Oh my God, Dove's using nylon! No, oh, the world is ending!" 
thing. Was it my nylon? It was your nylon. All right, so, the, so you could say it wasn't your nylon. Then. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't. It's see, I've, I'm absolved. I borrowed the nylon. It wasn't my nylon. You know, it was for an aesthetic. It was an yeah. It was an it aesthetic. Was, it was for yeah. the color aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it was. The the red pinky worked well with the the black outfit, but. Hey, uh, I, I started tying with nylon years ago. I mean, I was tying with um, clothesline and, and nylon and all that stuff. And I, I'm always funny when people people get, oh my god, you know, you must be tying with this kind of rope or that kind of rope. I'm like, no, you're just more interested in tying. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it doesn't matter what you're as you were saying. What was what were your intro, your intro into rope was pretty fucked up. Well, so. it was uh, it was skate laces. Yeah, skate laces. And then uh, whatever else was laying around the house, it was skate laces, shoelaces. And we're recording again. And give a little break. Yeah, I, I, we moved to a little different part of the apartment because the uh, street noises outside were getting a little, mu- at least they sounded a little bit much. I, I could be wrong. And that's with all the windows shut, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're in the deep, deep depths of Queens, and uh, there's a big highway outside, and... It just gets noisy after a while. So, yeah, no, we're just going to leave it at this. But anyway, so we were talking about, yeah, so you've had, you know, you had a very interesting upbringing in, in rope and all that stuff mm-hmm. from uh, just, you know, you're, you're one of those people who started started young, started early, and didn't know what the hell you were doing. And, yep. You know, lucky you didn't turn out to be a Darwin experiment. <laughs> yeah, as you were saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of people who, who have. It's, it's funny. I, I look at all the people I know who, you know, uh, either big tires or, you know, big bondage, you know, who bondage people, you know, like in, in porn and otherwise. And all of them have a, almost a very identical history in terms of, you know, those those early experiments tying themselves up in situations which we now know would probably lead to yeah, not safe things. Yeah, not yeah. safe at all. Yeah, yeah. Fun things. Fun, yeah. But, <laughs> but then again, it's like you're 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 a strong like ox. You say so. Uh, I'll just I'll just say okay then. Okay, I, I had you tied up. I'm yanking. <laughs> I've got you. Susp- okay, I have them suspended. I've got a um the uh. A ball gag in his mouth. I have uh, tied his head through his mouth. You know, rope around his head to about to pull his head back severely to the rope that is suspending him, and then he 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 wants me to jack his legs, which are already tied bent, further back. So I'm now running a rope, another rope from the <laughs> spreader bar down to the uh, up to the uh, support rope. And jacking it up from there. So now he's I, he's asked me to make the hog tie that's in the air even more suspended. Okay, <laughs> and he's breathing and talking and everything's fine. You know, it's like yeah, he's like what? Two more minutes? Yeah, I mean, this is this is the kind of communication <laughs> we're doing here. And yeah, throttle like ox. You know, I mean, it's I, it was funny because he said, oh yeah, and I'm and I'm taping it, and all I could think is. <laughs> I have proof. Yeah, there's there is proof of me asking for really awful things to be done to me, which there's been videotapes of of me out there, but not of me explicitly asking for worse in the moment. 
I think we got that. Yeah. And I think you have that on 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 tape. So that should be interesting to watch. Yeah. So so to anybody out there who's who's been following any of the consent group stuff, see, I get consent. So screw you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he had consent. <laughs> oh, God, did I have consent? Yeah. He bought me. He bought me lunch. Okay. There's consent right there. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. Um, in any case, yeah. No, it was. It's. I mean, anybody else, unless you were Claire Adams. Although Claire would be much more bendy. I mean, you, 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 you're, you do a certain certain sports, and you're, 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 you you have big man, you know, you're a big muscular guy. Mm. Well, shorter than I am, but like you're, you, you've got that broad, solid. If I hit my, if I, if I punch you, I'll hurt my hand. I think it's funny because I, I, I love the fact that. Today you've said it a couple times. Like the only a handful of people would you like think about doing that to? Mm-hmm. And I love the company that yeah you put me in with that. That that makes me <laughs> really happy camper because I, I I think that I'm twisted, but I never think that I'd be able to do some of the stuff that you know those people would do, <laughs> which is great. I love it. Yeah. Well, this this is. I mean, you hang out with some people and you're like you know. I mean, I remember the first year of ShibariCon, uh, uh, was it, uh, Circe did a, uh, uh, sus- uh, a suspension with a f- Lokai doing the photography of it, of Claire, this is like early Claire Adams, where uh, her ankles her ankles and wrists are tied to the bar behind her, and so she's being pulled apart, and then they lifted her up, so now she's in a back bend, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, there was some weights hanging off of her back to make the back bend even more severe, and you know weights hanging off of her labia and other stuff was happening, and you know it's like okay, there's only maybe three people I know in the scene who if I were to pull something like that I would go hey let's try this, mm-hmm. and from the male perspective, you're one of the like three people, maybe four people, five maybe, where you know how we're going to do something really severe, you know, in terms of ability to um, ability to take it, or you would be one of those people to say, did, "Do it." Did you? Did you? Um, did you ever interview Madaleo? Uh, yes, but that was mostly about the uh, rope, uh, the, the his the jersey the JRE. JRE. So, because he may. He may have the the distinction of putting me in the most uncomfortable tie. Oh, see, that that's his challenge. Ever <laughs> been into? <laughs> what did he do? It is a really. Uh, you may have seen it. I don't know. It was at Floating World mm. uh, two years ago, and uh, to noodles was <laughs> part of it. So it was uh, Madaleo tying me. Right. So he, I think I asked him for a face down hog tie suspension. Oh, nice. Okay. So he did that. Mm-hmm. And the second half, that was the first half of the request. The second half of the request was to suspend to noodles off of me while I was in the hog tie. <laughs> I knew it. So it Not see this. Awesome. So Tanoodles is a bit of a tire and a, a she's another she's another person you can do a lot of shit to. Yes. So um, the thing is that's when she was really doing a lot of her like self suspension and mm-hmm. swinging around stuff. Yeah. So um, he didn't rig her to the ropes that support me. 
which was my request. I wanted me to be the anchoring point. Right. So uh, my weight is on top of the ropes that are supporting me, so I'm kind of getting squished down. Right. But her ropes are Attached pulling me down ropes. from... No, she's, they're pulling me down onto my ropes because oh, okay. she's rigged around me. Right. That was... I. She started swinging, <laughs> and I was getting the Pressure. I'm going to black out sweat. Yeah. That hit, you know, at, you know, like we said today, it hits out of nowhere. <laughs> and she started yelling at me to stop sweating on her while she was flipping around. Callous bitch um, that she is. It was it was great. Okay. okay, kids, remember. Okay, professionals at work here. Do not try this at home. Yeah, uh, people are probably going the blackout sweat. What the fuck? Yeah, the you know the 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 blackout sweat that hits you a few minutes before you get the ear ringing. That's <laughs> the sign of you're gonna go night night uh, if you don't get out of that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're laughing, but we can do that. Uh, yeah, like remember what I said about you know one of those few people who I like, can actually do that kind of weird kind of you know you know James, James goes hey Dove I'm in the mood let me because usually you're the one behind the camera and you tie people up which you do some great stuff because it's you know you know what it's like to be in the ties although we were going through some of your old books yeah. just now and you show <laughs> stuff from from your beginning where you're like. Uh, I like that one corner shot. It's like he has this great shot of uh, an ex of his with um, in a corner and some rope. And the photo is a really an awesome photo. The rigging, you know, if you actually get it, you know, it's just an arm tie. But it's like it's eh. it's you're being nice, and I'll, I'll say I like the photo. I, it, I didn't notice the rope tie. You didn't you didn't notice the rope tie, and the only thing I noticed about the tie <laughs> or the photo is how awful the rope is, and it is really awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was um, it was it was rock climbing rope. Mm-hmm. It was like blue, bright rock. That's climbing okay. Rope. I I know I you know I yeah. I don't care by any means necessary, <laughs> but still it was it it just. Um, it just feeds into this guy doesn't know what he's doing when you couple the way the rope looked with yeah. the way the tie looked and it just was a a fiasco of a tie okay this was what two, 2004 2003 2003 okay you, you you've improved since then slightly you know, I, would, it, I would hope so yeah um you, you're doing a lot better uh, I mean, <laughs> thank you look everyone's got to start somewhere yeah I mean, we're, we're cracking we were just talking about that and this was at uh, was the Boundcon. Yeah, it was. It was still. It was before that. It was when it was still yeah. Boncon. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was Fetcon and Boncon. Boncon. It was <laughs> just the Boncon. Yeah, and I, I was actually that one. I actually left because I didn't think anyone was doing any tying there. I think I was the only one getting tied there because <laughs> I was asking anybody that would. I also think well, okay, it was the you were only, the only guy getting tied there. It was I funny. I think it was the. I think. I was maybe one of maybe two or three cross-dressers in the whole place the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that, was, that was a pretty wild weekend. Well, from, from, from a rigger standpoint, somebody who already was doing rigging, I mean, that was, like, I walked in, and all I could think of was, wow, I've actually reached a kink, um, uh, um, uh, what's it called, uh, blah, 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 a, a kink, um, uh, Comic Con convention, creation convention, because it was like all these guys running around trying to get the autographs of, of the bondage models, mm-hmm. and like I realized I'm the only person on the main floor who is who has a bag of rope, who isn't another 
Prodom or you know one of the bondage girls who's tying up one of the other bondage girls or one of the photographers and that's it I mean everyone every other guy there was this nerdy guy going oh oh, you you, you were so wonderful in that tie when you you were can I get your autograph sorry I'm sweating on you oh you're so pretty by the way Okay, can I get a kiss on that cheek? Oh, I love you. you know, and, and like, of course, breathing, you know, whoever, you know. And, and all I could think of was, was you know, having been at, uh, you know, you know, creation conventions where, you know, there's always that one idiot kid, you know, one really creepy kid dude who pretty much is all the people at those conventions uh, who walks up to the only girl who may or may not be, you know, just the only girl there and just goes, I know all 42 versions of the Klingon back massage. May I perform it on you? Hmm. And you're like, wow, good come on, line point extra. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, and, you know, <laughs> I mean, Midori was there trying to sell her, her spider frame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's nobody here who's going to buy. I mean, she might have sold them there. I don't know. But it just, it, yeah, I, I just literally, I walked, I said hello to Midori, I pretty much, I think I left like within five minutes of getting there. Oh, I spent all weekend there. I, I was there you. constantly, huh? I feel for you. It was different though, because sure. that was, I, I realized, so I'm thinking, you know, about that tie that you saw, but then I don't, but I, I, literally, I really just realized again, yeah. that is, that's the year that I, I said, that's when I started to tie at all, because... Mm. Right. Prior to 2003, all I did was bottom. Like, I never topped, ever. Mm-hmm. Happens. Well, I mean, top, but it's I, I didn't identify as a top at all. You know, I just really bottomed. I went to pot parties, and I bottomed, <laughs> and I just bottom, 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 like ultra bondage bottom. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, like I said, people start. You, you, reach, you reach certain epiphanies in life. You know, I, I know a lot of great tires who started out, you know, as bottoms and are really great riggers because they know both sides of the rope. Mm. You know, we don't have to get that way, but some of them are. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Uh, some are switches, some aren't. Some just happen to be what they are. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's beginnings. You know, about that time, actually, I'd say the the New York scene was doing a weird kind of fragmentation, and you know, I, I know I was trying to rediscover myself as a, a rope top, actually, in mm-hmm. New York. Because I'd gotten, you know, I did a lot of work for Tess, and you know, I became that guy with the whips, the guy with the flogger, the guy. And the first thing I ever got into the scene with was rope originally. You know, I've talked about that on this podcast, but it's, mm. I, um, I always, you know, my my original original was, you know, rope. I keep thinking we had to like cross paths a hundred times <laughs> when I was younger. Because I, I don't know. Possibly. I mean, I did. Did you used to go to paddles a lot? Like on, you know, I guess from like, I don't know, two around two thousand, like two thousand three or so. Sure. Well, I was. I, I've been in the scene since ninety three in the public scene. Uh-huh. So I've been to paddles. I've been to Hellfire. I, you know, all that time uh-huh. period. So I definitely we've run into each other. I'm sure of that. Because I used to. I I would. For a good stretch there, I was like constantly just at paddles, like looking to do anything with anybody that you know didn't didn't creep me out at the time <laughs> so that was a short list because i yeah. was creeped out by everybody there were a lot of creepy people at dead clubs in that sense and that's also when it was like no no uh i will not play with men no 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 you evolved 
Yeah, well, it wasn't even true then because the only people that tied me up then uh, were were men. But <laughs> there's I, But it wasn't. I wasn't open about it. Gotcha. I was very, very uh, behind the scenes there about mm-hmm. letting anyone know that I was just always bottoming to men. <laughs> and I'm not knocking any of the the female riggers. I just didn't know any right uh, women riggers at the time. Mm-hmm. There are plenty now, but I besides I I didn't even I hadn't I didn't know they existed. Yeah, I understand. Well, but I but it was you know so. Uh, I think that's I think that's kind of typical in general because you it's who you're exposed to what what the groups I mean I've always found it interesting that you know, people always call the scene cliquey, and I always look at more like uh, an onion layers mm-hmm. in the sense that depending on who you know when you're at some place when you're you know. If you only go on Fridays, you miss the Saturdays. If you miss Saturdays, well, there's Monday, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, it was like going uh, to Hellfire years ago. It's like you go to, um, if you went on a Friday, um, it was iffy. You went on a Saturday, yeah, less iffy. But then again, it also depended on the time of year, uh, whatever was happening. You know, some some year, you know, some months and years, it was, you know, every night was a freaking party. Other nights, mm. it was like you were the only person there. And if you didn't bring your own people, you were the only person there, you know, mm. period. And I mean, even in the point where there were no weenie whackers, you know. So it's like if you were if you were ever to actually try and find, um, you know, the scene through someplace like Paddles or, or Hellfire, you wouldn't find it because if you weren't there on the night that the test people or the DSA, you know, whoever was, whoever was around at that time, you weren't going to find them. But you would find a lot of guys jerking off and stuff like that. You know, just saying. I mean, some people's thing, but <laughs> yeah. But this was interesting. I mean, this was this was a lot of fun. I, like I said, I haven't I haven't done actually anything this quite this serious um, in terms of uh, a being able to just sort of you know like okay, I know I can yank on this rope. Uh, I mean, remember when I pulled that gag on you while you were up, and I also started talking about having put in a slip knot. Yep. And basically, I started swinging his body back and forth, and I'd hitched off the rope, and I'd already done it once by, which was funny because I jerked the rope to stop him, and there was a sudden, he was like, "What the hell's that?" And I said, "Oh, that was the slip knot." And I just started talking about, you know, that I'd put a safety in, and I just started swinging harder, harder, and I'll just drop him a couple of feet and land on the floor, and he's like, "Oh God, no!" And I just yank it, jerk, and he's. You know, like tenses up, and I'm like I've already given the you know his brain is already someplace else. And and the worst part is, I know in the back of my mind, there's no way that that's actually happening, and there's no way you actually did that, and everything's gonna be okay. But I'm still stuck as this helpless observer, having to wonder what's gonna happen when you do yank this damn thing. <laughs> and part of me wonders, like. Even so, I had this thought. I was like, won't he be surprised when something lets loose when he pulls this? And I do go tumbling to the ground. Won't that be, won't that be hysterical? Yes, the anatomy of a scene. So, but it didn't happen. No, no. But it was a great, it was a great moment. It was just a chunk. Actually, it was more because you had the ball gag in your mouth. But, yeah. The first one though was that was, that was a bitch when I was trying to get it in there. You you couldn't hold that. No. Yeah. Well, that was the the. Oh yeah, I forgot about the fact that he he wanted me to put on a locking, uh, uh, posture collar, 
as well as this well you know so i've got the locking posture collar uh this really insane straps over the head behind the neck push it into the back of your throat ball gag it became a breath play scene yeah big time <laughs> and you know i my 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 you know <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking of actually being more articulate than you were. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, uh, like, okay. I, it was, well, actually, it was the last one when we were doing it. I said, okay, do uh, for yes, <laughs> silence for no. And he just went, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, all right, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but the first one was rough because it wasn't the gag itself, it was because of the hood. Yeah. And when you were starting to buckle it down, it pressed against my nose. So then I went from uh, being able to breathe through the hood, but because of the ball pushing the hood into my mouth also, it formed a pretty good seal. <laughs> and then when it pushed my nose down, it just, uh, that was it. I couldn't breathe at all. So this is why people aren't bad when it gets in water is you can seal yourself off so the water doesn't get in. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the air. Yeah, that too. It's yeah, that too. Water. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it is interesting when you start talking about, you know, what you can do, can't do, um, what people are capable of, <laughs> you know, um, horrible things. Horrible. <laughs> yes, I'm capable of. I am capable of horrible things. But I return, I return, I return people to their upright position and return the trays back where they belong. And that, that's all the important part. I was in an upright position for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I put your tray back too. <laughs> I think the part that really got in my head with that tie was there was, at one point I realized that my hands were well below the spreader bar when you pulled up. Yes. So that that really got in my head because I, I, I there's not very many hog ties that I get arched <laughs> enough that like my hands are probably past my ankles. So that <laughs> kind of blew my mind that uh, that was happening. Well, remember your okay. Gravity works, and in my favor. <laughs> That's right. And and it was very much you know, um, it, it's a pity the the bar wasn't um, uh, load bearing. No, I know that would have been. I was thinking like I could almost. I was thinking like if I could do that, I could actually yank you upside down. Oh, just like rotate it. Yeah, I was thinking I could actually lift you all the way up because basically your pivot point was uh, the little above the middle of your back. But if I had that leverage point, then it, it wouldn't have been comfortable because it would have actually pulled the rope at the top that was pulling on your shoulders down and into, so it would have been delightfully uncomfortable. But you had that solid center mm-hmm. rope that was holding in place. So I could have just used that as a pivot, flipped you right up, and then basically you would have been in a head down, diagonal, hog tie, fucked up, yeah, basically. You know, put the bucket under them if they puke, because you know, that's where it's going up. That would have been interesting. Yeah. See, now you now you have to invest in. No. <laughs> no. 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 See, now he's thinking. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Gotta get a better rig instead. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, it's a good. I mean, you've had the spider rig for about like how long? Uh, oh, two, three years now. Okay. It's well, okay. Yeah. It gets the job done. Yeah, I mean, for an apartment, you know, in New York City. Well, I it, I can break it down. I keep it in a golf bag. Yeah. In the closet, so. Yeah. I've transported a few of these. They're they're pretty easy to use that way. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not bad. 
I mean, you know, they're, they're great for single point. Um, they're not great for much else in some ways. I mean, you can do some side suspension stuff in it. Uh, I like the fact you have the one that it has the sidebars, the going at right angles, mm-hmm. because it actually does, it, it prevents them from torquing, because the biggest problem I have with these are yeah. the torque thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not good for the. You can't do. It's not really good for like a dynamic tie. No, no. I, I, I've taken these apart with dynamics. Yeah. I remember first time I ever put somebody up on one, and I was doing some of the dynamic stuff I was doing. And I suddenly realized the, the screws were popping out. <laughs> well, I mean, the design on this one that's not bad about it is technically, if you had something that was a stationary tie, even if it was, you know, holding the full load. Right. It wouldn't go anywhere because sure. everything goes. It, it builds bottom up, so everything yes. sits in. Yeah. But still. Well, the other problem I had was like when I was getting you up, I'm pulling you up, and I'm also pulling the frame across the room. So even your weight pushing down, and we're on a we're on a, a, a lovely polished wood floor. So I don't have the mechanical advantage of the fact that this thing is stationary or it's a hard point. Right. It was like I was having so much trouble. At one point, in order to get you up, remember, we had to, I had to put, I actually had him, got him down on the ground, had him on his knees, crawl up onto uh, two uh, textbooks. Yep. Because he, I could not get, I could not get him fully off the floor because he, how much do you weigh? You're what, two? About two, 200 pounds around. Sure. Okay. Two hundred. Yeah. Two hundred something. But with the fact that I couldn't, the the frame wasn't um, stationary. I'm pulling, and I'm got, getting the kind of leverage that I needed in order to get him up and get there. Even though I I used two beaners to create a, a separated pulley system, and I'm yanking. I'm yanking. I'm two about two ten, two twenty, and normal. I we we were just we were we were so counterbalanced. That if I hung my my hanging from the rope to lift you up, wasn't lifting you up. Mm-hmm. I needed more mechanical leverage. See, <laughs> that's were, that's see, that's the one thing that I was thinking about when you were trying to lift me. Yeah, is how hard that you had. I could feel you pulling to lift me. Yeah. So what I'm really thinking about is, well, I'm way uh, what I weigh, right? Plus what you weigh is pulling down on that thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, this is not good. <laughs> 